Hello, welcome back to the Advisors Assemble podcast. We're going to be talking about generating equity release leads, a bit of an introduction to um, marketing for equity release. And I've got Mr. Tom Maplethorpe. How's it going, mate? All right? Uh, yeah, very good. Thanks. How are you? Very well. Very well. Excited to be talking about ER mm. and not the emergency room oh. uh, off of TV shows, um, which is a terrible joke, but it may be worthy of yeah, First maybe maybe our, if 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 we branch out to an American audience, they will find that absolutely yeah. hilarious. And I don't know if they call it equity release or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. So know. they may they may enjoy that bit, but they yeah. may not know anything else we're talking about because they call it something else. I, yeah. I have no idea. So yeah. it's a lose lose either way. Yeah. Um, maybe if someone is half American, half English, they would have got that joke. Yeah. So niche niching down is all good. It's all good. So we want to talk about equity release. We want to talk about mainly, I suppose, what people are searching for online. And it does give you this kind of sense of the the product and how people feel about it. I think everyone knows um, what kind of equity release, uh, its kind of reputation, I guess, is tarnished a little bit from old equity releases, some people call it, doesn't it? So I mean, we've mm-hmm. kind of seen that and you see that on, you know, trying to advertise something on Facebook trying to push an advert out there on equity you get absolutely hammered don't you mm. yeah no absolutely when we've we've ran um i say we've run a fair few kind of like equity release campaigns on facebook and yeah some of them are pretty pretty successful um there's certainly a, a reasonable sort of way to do it but yeah like you said the amount of like negative comments you get you know from when equity release about or sort of, what was it kind of like 20 years ago or so kind of when before obviously the fca way before the fca came in and there was kind of proper regulation and yeah, people got really, really badly burned, unfortunately, with with things like dodgy home reversion plans and things like that. So yeah, no, there's still still a huge thing um, in the market, I think, or a huge kind of issue over the concept of equity release, which you know is hopefully now a bit sort of like outdated, um, yeah. but still those perceptions still there, and it's not 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 quite so easy to to change people's minds. Yeah, absolutely. Perception is uh, reality, and um, you hear all sorts. You know, people have got those kind of stories down the pub haven't they of so-and-so or who you know um you know dave down the pub his brother's cousin's mum mm. took out equity release didn't know how much the interest was and then went to sell had less equity than they thought they didn't understand it etc and it's just got yeah real sort of negative vibes which makes it a bit challenging when you go to market you know if you compare it to like a, a, a traditional mortgage um there's you know it's you you don't have to overcome that kind of negativity or on day one do you no that's right and yeah that's the thing the, the issue the issue with equity release and in the same way sort of you sometimes have kind of the not sort of skepticism as the same as you have with things like pensions or wealth management but people it's this concept of people have something to lose um when you sort of talk equity release obviously you've got the value in your house you, you you've already got that and if something is mismanaged you potentially lose out with a mortgage application, it's particularly from like a purchase point of view, or particularly if you're a first-time buyer, you don't actually have so much to lose necessarily in terms of if your application gets declined, um, then it's kind of, okay, well, you're, you're not necessarily any sort of, you know, you, you haven't necessarily lost anything that you previously had. Obviously, you need to be careful about remortgaging a little bit and things like that, but it's it's not the same sort of inquiry, if you know what I mean. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's different and people need a lot more feel a lot more comfortable before going down a route with extra release. Um, then you feel much more comfortable um, before making the inquiry. So we find things like, you know, the credibility factor um, that goes into the branding is is, is much more important. It's, it's important for mortgages, massively important, but mm-hmm. it is even more critical 
um, for people making that decision uh, on equity release. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's kind of like before you create any content or any adverts or your website or whatever, whatever, think about it as, you know, first step really is to educate, build trust and authority and rapport more so than potentially any other financial service, because that's going to be, you know, if someone trusts you, then they will listen to the ins and outs and your myth busting and um, explaining what it really is. Because if they don't trust you, they're not going to believe you. So whether you're right or wrong in their eyes, perception being reality, doesn't matter. Um, so less salesy, more educational. Um, like it's easier to build trust in people. So you, your advisors, showing your faces, talking people through it as much as possible. If you hide behind your website, more so than yeah, mortgages, you, I think really going to struggle. Can't be, I mean, not saying it can't be done, but yeah, it's going to struggle. Yeah, um, definitely. Cool. Okay, so just looking at some uh, numbers then on the amount of people searching for equity release is is big. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at total volume, if you put equity release in all the things related to equity release and other searches on Google in the UK every month, um, hundred forty four thousand searches and just under 10,000 different things that people search for um which is makes it a big big market um so one thing we've noticed one thing that's great about mortgages is google seeing mortgages and mortgage advice as a local kind of service but often when you sort of google equity release you won't see the map come up but I think there is potential, isn't there? We know it does come up sometimes if there are websites in people's areas that are kind of optimized for it as well. Um, if you, if I'm going to search equity release now, um, and I don't get the Google Maps come up, do you get it on your end? No, uh, so I get I get a few different things, which is quite interesting from the search results. So I get I get no kind of local search. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do, I get the paid ads as you'd expect. Yep. Um, then I get things like the main organic results, like Age UK. What I start to get then is actually like top stories, like news, yep. which is yeah, interesting. Yeah. So the reason that comes through as the news is um, not to kind of sound too technical, um, but that's going to be to do with almost like the schema markup yep. um, in terms of where, if when you have sort of like certain pieces of content on your website, um, in terms of whether it's news, it can be it can be sort of like triggered or categorized as news. That can affect how it shows up in the search result. Uh, and I've just got like Twitter. Yeah, me too. Which is a bit of an interesting one. Yeah, in terms of equity release on Twitter, which seems like you don't really necessarily sort of see over other stuff. There's plenty of sort of new stuff on, on Twitter, but then it goes back to the normal search results. But what this sort of does, it's interesting from a search result point of view, is that it actually sort of devalues a little bit the organic in terms of being like in terms of on page one organically. Because mm-hmm. if you sort of think about it, you've got your, your top 10 results. So yeah, I've got Age UK, that's fine. Money Saving Expert, that's fine. But then I've got, um, three top stories with from FT Advisor, iNews, and Mortgage Finance Gazette from at least two days ago. So that takes up three slots. Even though it's not classed as an organic link, it takes up three slots. Then you've got Twitter, take up another three, so that's six. So really, if you're sort of ranking in position three, you're really ranking in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're really ranking in position nine. Yeah. So it's worth, worth sort of understanding what that. We, we do say it's, it's important to understand what the search result page looks like because we look at it and you could be a beaver and thinking, oh, brilliant. Yeah, we're in position three organically. That's great. But when you actually look at it, 
you're actually the, forgetting the ads, you're actually the ninth organic link down, which will have an effect on your click-through rate. Um, so, yeah, in, interesting one. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, um, might just want to keep an eye on our side, like how long if Twitter is, because it's got something from three hours ago, four hours ago, four hours ago. It's got recent stuff on there. So I might just do a test uh, later on today um, or tomorrow or day next week, just making sure that the uh, Twitter uh, results are coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is an interesting one. and the news side of things as well. Just make, you know, is it just because it's Friday afternoon that there's some some stuff come out recently? Um, but then, I mean, I was talking to uh, we had Lewis on. So whether this episode comes out before or after, uh, he's been getting in these types of um, news outlets by um, approaching a PR firm and getting on the newswire. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that opportunity to get top of Google, but not via your website, via being mentioned. In the, in the press um, yeah. as well. So, you know, Absolutely. there are some decent opportunities despite it being quite competitive, those big names that you mentioned on page one um, because, you know, you've got Equity Relief Council 10th and above them Legal and General, Nationwide, Money Facts, UK, Money Helper, Aviva, um, very strong kind of websites to compete mm. against to get on page one without maps coming up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very difficult. And then the majority of the search is you know people do search other bits and pieces but the majority of the search going into equity release just on its own twenty seven thousand searches um there are questions and things like that and people do search a couple of brands um that's where a lot of the you know if you could get position one for equity release you're you're you know very busy Mm, yeah no it would be yeah It, it would be fantastic and that's where for things like that in terms of it would be great if it did have a local result because it then throws up that that kind of that that search result for so many more sort of firms um but then it's one of those do they sort of see it as a as a local business i i, I wonder maybe if they should because i think it i should. think for equity release we have an equity release appointment um and correct me if i'm wrong here but does it still need to be face to face i know we're in like covid world which is well, slightly different I, but yeah, before covid most networks um most networks say you've got to whether the uh, fca say you have to or not but obviously during the pandemic people i know were doing it and i know there was one firm uh that we worked with and they were doing it on the phone or quite a lot of it on the phone mm-hmm. before covid whether rightly or wrongly so i won't name drop them um but yeah i mean traditionally it's they see it as you've got to go do it face to face because it's such a you know make sure you're not um um, you know, vulnerable people, essentially, mm-hmm. that you are talking them through it properly. Um, I suppose they wouldn't want this sort of call centre environment doing it. Mm. Like, and, you know, like you have with life insurance, people like those call centres selling five quid. Uh, mm. They wouldn't want to, I mean, no one wants that anyway, but they wouldn't want that for over 55s, really, would they? No, no, not at all. Not at all. So, yeah, in, interesting one, which makes you start to think, if it does need to have this kind of like local element to it, then it could be, you know, in the same way when you search for a mortgage broker or mortgage advisor, it brings up a, brings up a local search result. Um, when you search for equity release advisor... I'm not getting it for equity release advisor, but... Then... No, I'm not either. Interesting, because normally when you put advisor into something, mm. on the More end advice. of almost anything, it tends to show up that local result. Uh, let me try one more. Yeah, uh, yeah when I, for example, when I put in life insurance advisor, it brings up the map pack. Um, but so yeah, interesting. It doesn't on equity release, and it just it just and that's they sort of, that that kind of thing contributes to equity release being a harder one to crack yeah. from a digital marketing point of view because it just it just reduces your opportunities 
in terms of being visible on that first search results page because it's always going to be dominated by those same huge yeah. brands that just gobble up gobble up all the search. Um, it's the same way as if, as if sort of like mortgage broker or mortgage advisor was just always there was no map pack. It was always dominated by the sort of like the biggest providers on that first page of Google. It'd be so yeah. much more difficult to to generate mortgage leads, and and that's the case with equity leads. It is it is difficult one because the, there's not a diverse as I'd probably call it not a diverse search result depending on what you're searching for or um, or where you're searching location wise, um, and um, yeah, and, and also the fact that people don't really search for that many different things. When it comes to equity release, as we sort of say, there's plenty of search, but it is mostly down to kind of either a brand name, like a big brand, like, I don't know, a Viva equity release or whatever, mm-hmm. or it's people just searching for equity release, equity release calculator, those kind of things that, um, yeah, make it a difficult one for people to, people to break into. Um, well, I think as well, I'm just I'm just loading up Google My Business now to see if there, I doubt there is the category as well. I think the map, the map might have potential to show up, but there are a lot of people that do equity release as well as mortgages. So if they've got a website that does the two and they may have set up their Google My Business profile as a mortgage broker, then then Google doesn't understand that they do equity release as well. So then they, their map doesn't show up when people search equity release, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can choose equity release as a, a category on its own um, if you just do equity release. And I think mm-hmm. there are people that just do equity release, but they're quite big firms and they're not local to me. So that's why they're not showing. So if we were if we were sat searching next to key retirement or you know someone you know one of the big players that do a lot of equity release, that maybe they would um, uh, they would come up for it. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, I'd love to. I keep thinking, oh, I want to test it. Just put a web, like like get Peterborough Equity Release uk get a map listing done for it and then just see whether a map comes up in my area just to double check um i'm stalling so i'm just looking <laughs> trying to edit one of, the, <laughs> one of the profiles i've got just to see if it does come up as a category and i'm trying to talk to you and look at where the uh yeah we are info um but yeah it's difficult i think the map has potential but then from google's perspective they don't know how people deliver the product do they say so, mm. oh, it should be it should bring up map but who tells google oh this is the mm. way this works do you know what i mean I'd yeah no, a position where we could lobby um google to kind of explain you know what you know how that what this should this should throw up a uh, uh throw up a thingy result it, yeah it would be it would be helpful and yeah i mean that's perhaps something we should look into not saying we can tell google what to do and they can do it but in terms of, if there is that kind of that sort of um opportunity to kind of um inform what a search result should look like because i think you look at equity release and i think looking at the numbers we've got here um there are about 150 100 just short of one hundred fifty thousand searches a month mm. i got a decimal point right yeah yeah, yeah. one hundred forty-four thousand. yeah um a month which is you know plenty of search to go at but at the same time in google's eyes that's that's not a lot <laughs> yeah yeah for the, yeah yeah exactly at yeah, all. Not, so yeah. you know why, why would they look at it it's um but yeah it's it's it is frustrating when you do have those sort of instances where you think actually there are some products that may may actually suit a local a local result that don't because it would, it would it would i mean whilst we say yeah it'd be great for us because we work with lots of different people over the country that would be interested in getting more equity release stuff through but then people like Aviva wouldn't be very happy because it massively reduced their um, their search and age UK and everyone else. So, um, yeah. you know, I imagine their lobbying power may be slightly higher than ours. Um, well, 
they don't have the advisor symbol podcast. You that's know. true. Yeah, no, I say I'd like to think our podcast numbers are better than theirs. <laughs> yeah, uh, on the assumption they don't have one. But um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's an interesting um, point. Excellent. And we bought me enough time to categorically say that there isn't a category in Google My Business for equity release. Yeah. So you would have to put your category as financial advisor or mortgage broker. Um, mm-hmm. So then, yeah, that, you know, maybe we could lobby for that as being a category as well. Um, I'm going to, do you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to, I'm going to try. I'm going to use the power of LinkedIn, find out who to speak to, speak to them and see what I can do. I have been to Google HQ twice before. So. And they said, they, why they do you keep coming me. back? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a number of years. You can't um, use our car park, sir. Please get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Stop taking selfies out here. But <laughs> you don't work here. Yeah. <laughs> um, excellent. Okay, so we've got um, uh, a lot of search on that, but there is also. I mean, just to just to back up what we're saying about people's perception, like eight hundred and eighty searches every month for equity release horror stories. Um, you know, is equity release a good idea? Um, what else have we got? A lot on that. Hey, you know, how does it? Well, you know, some few people are searching. You know, three and a half thousand. How does it work? What is it? Um, equity release. <laughs> Nineteen hundred searches a month for equity release companies to avoid. Yeah, I mean that that says on nineteen hundred. If if there was something we wanted to rank for, and we saw something that said nineteen hundred, we think yeah, that's that's all right. But so something if it's easy to rank for, we'd say yeah, the volume's okay on that, which is amazing when you think that that many people do search for it for something negative like companies to avoid. Mm-hmm. That that speaks volumes. Yeah. The page one is littered with people trying to rank for it. Um, so yeah, equity companies to avoid find a good lender. Experience companies to avoid what to look for in 2020. So there are people trying to rank for that traffic, um, and uh, and get it. And then you know, so if you had some really good content, let's say let's say let's take this search equity release companies to avoid. Let's put ourselves in the in the shoes of someone searching for that. They're obviously pessimistic, skeptical, and but they're looking into it. The, potentially a percentage of those people searching that will take out X if it is if it is right for them or another product because they, they've got a need so that 1900 mm-hmm. have a need but are incredibly skeptical come to mm-hmm. your website and then this is the this is for me the 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 website's not a brochure it's not a an advert it's a trust building process for me so how can then your website turn around or build trust and rapport with someone who's very skeptical about what you do without you trying to like it's like it's not a sales process really although it is it's not you're not if you try and then sell equity release that person straight away before they build any sort of relationship or rapport with you then they will, then you will be in their mind categorized as one of the ones to avoid mm-hmm. is i mean i think that's Fair to say, right? I'm pretty. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. So then, if you are really open, transparent, helpful, your you you know anyone searching for that, your website has got content on there that will help them get equity release if it is right for them, even if you don't make any commission from it, even if they go elsewhere. 
and find a better deal that you, you know, or even didn't even speak to you. If you have your website as that, then you, I believe, in fact, I know that then you will get more calls, you will get more leads because you've built that trust because they, you know, it's their skepticism we've got to overcome, not the knowledge of the product. I suppose they go hand in hand, but if they don't trust you, they're not going to, they're not going to care what you have to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I think I think a big part of it is um is almost like the personal brand element to it as well. Absolutely, um, a million percent. I think I think people are so much more trustworthy when they actually sort of like see who you are, that you are a person. You're not just you know, you're not just like an anonymous phone number, an anonymous brand, an anonymous logo. You you sort of you know, I think it gives people more confidence that you're know, not not saying that. Well, people may not expect something to go wrong. People are concerned about something not mm, being right. Yeah. They've almost got somebody that they know <laughs> it can either help them or is culpable. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's slightly different in terms of, um, yeah, I feel like they'd, they'd be a bit more comfortable and in terms of then they get that kind of like confidence that goes through it. And they, they either get the good, a good feeling about it or, or they don't. Um, and that, that's probably down to a personality thing. It's not something that a broker does, does right or wrong. Um, sometimes your personalities just sort of need to, need to match um, a little bit with things like that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too disheartened if you sort of put your – Put yourself on your website. Have the conversations. It doesn't doesn't come off because it, it just might not be you know in terms of a, a match is um, is an important thing with this kind of thing. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a little bit different from from other financial uh, products for sure. Yeah, absolutely, a lot of people searching for a calculator. Um, mm. I think I've probably made my my feelings on calculators known um, before, but six and a half thousand over six and a half thousand a month looking for that calculator. Um, I don't like them because I think you're setting an expectation there. You're having a machine set an expectation. So if you go, if if whatever you propose to them is under or above that, you it, you're anchoring their expectation with a with a with a formula. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know this this, this obviously, I mean, I've heard situations like. Uh, it was. It was. You know, if they'd used a calculator, it would have given this. But actually, because their property is next to this thing, that it's actually deemed this, and they can't get this, and it's that, and this. so then they're disappointed. Whereas if they had bypassed the calculator and spoke to you, they'd probably be less disappointed. It, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it um, all. It's the things like things like calculators, and they're the same way we don't really like rates and things like that on on websites mm-hmm. because people, you know, and naturally, I, I totally get why from from a marketing background and um, and a sales sort of on a sales front that you want to put the best rates available because that's what's going to entice the most people. Mm-hmm. But then you just need to carefully monitor what happens on the back end if someone sort of comes into you expecting something with equity release or expecting a low mortgage rate if you're doing it on that side of things. And you sort of look at it and think, oh, actually, sorry, now you've actually got a, you know, you've got a CC, a, you know, a CCJ or something on your credit score, or you know, your, your LTV is too high, um, so you're not actually going to get this rate. You're going to get another one. There's this this element of kind of disappointment that sort of comes yeah. through that you want to sort of try and avoid. And you think, okay, so how does that affect that that lead or that person I've spoken to turning into business? Um, yeah. And then it's almost just a bit of a case of sort of working out on on the back end once the lead's dropped. How does that work from a cost and resource point of view? You know, chasing people who may not be as engaged as you want them to be. Um, even if they are cheaper than people who may come through that say, yeah, I just want equity release advice, which they probably will be. Yeah. Um, so it's that it's not getting too tied up on like the false metrics. Cause I reckon if you had a calculator, you would get cheaper leads, no yeah. doubt, but you would also have a worse, com- um, um, contact rate most likely because people are sort of going into that calculator, not asking for someone to call them that sort of expecting some numbers to come back. And even if they do sort of pick up the phone, they're still not. They're still just sort of expecting numbers. Maybe they're not necessarily down that route of advice. Some will be, 
and that's where you've got to get that 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 kind of balance right between okay even if these leads are half the price um but are they half as good is the concern then you've got to think about as a broker your sort of time and resource how how long do you want to spend ringing kind of duff leads if you've got the capacity to do it um or you know then on the the resources to do it then it it might be sort of all right and that's why some of the bigger providers do do that because they've got call centers and huge kind of like data systems that filter all this stuff through and they can afford for their leads to not be great quality because they have the the resources in place to be able to weed out the ones that are good um but it's not the same for kind of small or medium-sized brokers so um yeah it's um it's a uh, a, a tricky one and it's the same with mortgage leads we say in terms of people that are sort of like rate shoppers we don't find them to be great leads um, which is why we try and avoid it even though it does make the cost of our leads a little bit a little bit more expensive yeah uh, two things I, w- I want to pick up there um so one thing can like i remember speaking to an extra release guy and he was like no i want my landing page to look like this because this is what um one of the big players are doing and i was like well they you're not them <laughs> you're yeah. just you they are an army of people and doing exactly what you said there. You haven't got the capacity to deal with that type of lead. And the second one was like with the, with the rates thing. Do you want someone, the reason they speak to you um, be the rate or the reason they speak to you is because they trust you and want to work with you. Um, so I know I saw like a equity release forum of people uh, not complaining, sort of mentioning that some of the big players get beneficial rates, so it's cheaper to use one of these big players than them. Mm. So if someone's coming to you and they've bought into a rate that you've advertised, say, or seen, or it's it's all about cheapest rates or whatever, and then they find out they can get a better deal elsewhere, how many of those are going to fall through compared to the how many are the ones that are even going to bother to look if they trust you and they've bought into you as an advisor? Mm-hmm. And that they want to work with, they've decided they want to work with you, and they called you because they they like the the cut of your jib mm. from your website, for example. Um, I think that's kind of a good way of explaining it, really. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of like how else are you gonna, like it's you got to it's, it's like you said earlier about personal branding, you're advertising yourself, not you've got yeah we've got to educate equity release lifetime mortgage what it is as a product and the complexities and it's not scam but also at the same time building trust with people that's right and then you almost think of the and we, we spoke to some clients about this in terms of it's okay so you got get your sort of like your client through and if they, if they come through because they they trust in you and that you're going to give them a good service what you've also got then is the potential referrals that come off the back of it yeah and also the additional products that they do if someone comes to you because they, they believe you you know you're going to you're going to treat them well, have their best interest, they'll come back and they'll tell their friends. If you're sort of only doing it based on like a rate shopping thing, in terms of I was just like rate shopping, okay, you did happen to have the cheapest rate, I'm going to go with you, that's fine. But next time when my deal or whatever it is, is up for renewal, then I'm probably just going to do the same thing again. I'm I'm just going to, I'm just going to do go through the same rate shopping exercise and you may not have the cheapest rate and I'm not necessarily going to may not sort of like tell my friends to go. And so it's a different, it's a different sort of setup really. Um, and that's where you sort of get that with equity release calculators and things like that, that sort of risk of, of, um, in terms of not necessarily getting quite the right people. Absolutely. And then, um, a lot of people don't do like, uh, equity release reviews. So I know, um, speaking to a few that they've they they could renegotiate existing plans that maybe are on high interest before so it's like the referral opportunities because if someone comes to you with oh davy jones said that oh he's stuck on this high thing it's like well you've got a referral opportunity there if that if this new person trusts you enough and you talk them through well actually now better rates whatever um you know that person could actually 
get an advisor to review that case and see if they get renegotiate a better deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, it's another that's another potential deal going through. So, mm-hmm. yeah, branding is it's not lead gen is not just about. I was going to say lead gen is not just about generating a lead. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> sort of, it sort of is, but it's kind of like efficient sales driven lead gen is not about just generating data it's about yeah. building you know the, the first stepping stone and building a relationship never more so in in equity release um cool okay so uh should we talk about the sort of cost of traffic mm-hmm. on uh google ads a bit a bit more expensive than um uh, mortgages right yeah that's right it's uh, again just sort of add, adds to the difficulty of um, driving equity release business online. We sort of talked about obviously the SEO issues or challenges, should I say, um, because people tend to search just sort of just the, the one sort of term um, or fewer terms. I mean, there are plenty of terms here, but when you're sort of trying to get the series volume, it's it's pretty limited. There's no local option. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like challenging on that end. And then that also transfers over into the PPC side because it's so kind of like limited in terms of or difficult to um, work from an SEO point of view, it pushes the cost of the PPC up. Um, so basically, in terms of when you're sort of looking at it from a PPC point of view, I think the numbers we've got here are sort of you are sort of looking at. I think these are in dollars. So I think you're really looking at kind of like eight to twelve quid a click yeah. um, for equity release, um, and that's sort of the and that's you know it, it's an auction, so people are happy to pay that, and they keep you know new people keep entering the auction, and it'll just keep sort of slowly pushing the um, pushing the cost up. I think I think that cost has been around for as long as I can remember, really, on equity release. So I think it's almost plateaued, you know, in terms of if you're paying any more for your click, when you think about what that click turns into a lead, it's probably too expensive and uncommercial. So I think it's almost flat where it is. Um, but yeah, it is, it is, it is expensive to, um, to get the top there for Google for equity release. Um, and that's why I think people sort of bid on, even, even things like equity release calculator, the cost of traffic is the same as just things like equity release. Um, just have a quick look at what the most expensive one, because I think it must be something like equity release advice or something. Uh, because then you've got the people that are looking for ooh. I think as well why a lot of people turn to Facebook as well because of the, the definitely that cost. at 100% that is what sort of yeah brings us to the next the next point so if you're looking at uh, okay yeah so some of these some of these sort of costs can go up to up to sort of 40 quid a click in some instances mm. which is which is unbelievable really um, they're sort of like quite and specific the, terms the and branded the, terms but you know the the value of the case is um yeah is higher so you've got to, i suppose you've got to you know in terms of if you do both mortgages and equity release and comparing the two then um you know it's the value of the the case i suppose it's if you've not done this before and you don't know the return on investment that's mm. why a lot of people shy away because it's you know if you've got if you've got a marketing budget of 10 grand a month for example and you uh, and you're you're in a big firm, and you're not expecting to make profit on that 10k straight away. Then you've got the license then to find out what the return on investment is and try a few things. Mm. Um, you know, potentially like smaller firms, you know, they you know spit their tea out of their mouth when I mention 10 grand. One hundred percent. When you look at the cost of the traffic here, so when we say like general equity release terms are about sort of eight to twelve quid a click. But equity release advice terms, there are a lot fewer. So we said when we talked about um, equity release, there's what, 27,000 searches, I think, roundabout. Mm-hmm. Equity release advice is 480. 
mm. which sort of shows a huge, huge difference. And the cost of that extra lease advice is more. That's that's like probably getting onto that's probably twelve to fourteen pounds a click. Um, so that's more expensive. Um, but then in terms of is it more likely to convert than general extra lease terms to a mm. degree? It only matters so much because there's only <laughs> there's not not that much search yeah. on it anyway. Um, so yeah, it's it's very very difficult um, from a PPC point of view. You do need a lot of budget to sort of to go through because then you need the budget first off to be able to get the clicks, but then you need almost the time as well yeah. because then it needs to kind of you need to know how it performs on your website. Mm-hmm. How you know what's the you know what's the conversion rate going to be? You don't know until you get the traffic. But you can't get the traffic without spending the money. So it's, it's a hugely expensive exercise. That's not to say it won't be good value and it won't generate, you know, good profits and everything else off the back of it. But you need a fair sort of like lump of money to be able to kind of to be able to start yeah. it, start it off seriously with equity release, I think. Yeah. Um, and then it's difficult to do on the cheap. Yeah. If you're if you're bidding on equity release advice as well, you need to make sure you do it on an exact match and just mm-hmm. that up because you've got people searching Martin Lewis equity release advice, which equity release advice. So they're not wanting it from you. They're wanting mm. it from someone else. Uh, c- yeah, citizens advice, equity release. Um, so you could be spending a lot of money on stuff when they're not sort of looking for your advice. They're looking for Martin Lewis's or or which. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you got you got definitely got to tread carefully because of the you know every click uh, cost. But if you're converting ten percent into a in, into a quality inquiry, a hundred pounds. For a quality uh, equity release advice um, lead is uh, should turn out to be profitable, really, in terms mm-hmm. of what the, um, the the commission available to the advisor for for completing it. So mm-hmm. the time it takes, everything is a cash flow uh, mm-hmm. thing as well, isn't it? You know, it's kind of like all the all the odds kind of stacked against you. Um, I guess again, you know, why people turn to Facebook and I know pre iPhone privacy rules, people were getting decent equity release um uh, leads off there um mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to our facebook ads privacy episode then shame on you but just sort of briefly tom do you want to explain the the, the recent changes yeah so um basically it was, a, well, it was a few weeks ago well more than a few weeks ago now i think it was i think it was july i think it came in um basically what um july 2021 just in case you're listening <laughs> well in the future um but um yeah basically what happened was that uh, apple um stopped stops or gives users the opportunity to prevent apps from tracking their behavior on their phone so basically what would happen is facebook when you advertise on facebook you can choose people to go into a certain audience interested in things like equity release or interested in mortgages or remortgages or whatever that is but they don't they don't know that you're interested in a mortgage or a remortgage or equity release because of anything you do on facebook because you don't put it in a status you know, you don't like equity release or mortgage broker or equity release provider, sorry, or um, or mortgage broker pages or their posts. But they can do that in terms of they can they can get an idea that you're interested in it based on that. But most people most people don't really. Um, so the way they knew you were in an audience or not is that Facebook will be able to track what you did on other thing on other apps on your phone. So most likely your internet app, whether that's um, Safari, most likely. Um, so say if you're searching for mortgage brokers on your phone on the app or whatever or on your safari app then facebook would know you're doing that uh and it would then put you in the audience it, it knows what you're searching for it knows what websites you're visiting um and you would go in that audience since for the past sort of maybe you know four to six weeks um they've not been allowed to do that anymore um apple's stopped them from doing it as part of like a privacy push that they're doing 
Um, so Facebook have a bit of a bit of an issue of, of knowing who should be what, in what audience because they can't they can't track what people have been doing or searching for. So it's hard for them to generate sort of relevant audiences. Um, and as I say, we talk about this in another one, but I did a brief test where I let Facebook track my activity. Um, and the, ad, the ads I get are all pretty relevant for me and what I'm interested in or what I've been searching for, fine. But I got rid of it on Instagram and said, no, I don't need to track my Instagram. Um, just see what ads I get. And yeah, the ads are terrible, like not at all relevant for mm-hmm. me. Um, I mean, we talked through it, but it's more like pizza places 200 miles away. Um, so yeah, and, and you know, had I on Facebook said, no, you can't track me. I may be seeing a similar similar sort of sort of ads of, of poor relevance. So um, yeah, it's it's a difficulty for Facebook at the minute to, to navigate um, from an ads point of view for sure. Yeah, chatting to an ads guy last night actually, and he was he predominantly worked in Facebook. And he's like, so and now you've you've got to create your own audience. So you're kind of more of a traditional kind of funnel where you're sort of getting your sort of content that attracts. So you're kind of missing the Google. So you kind of like start with everyone. So if it's equity release, get the age right, the location right, uh, get that out to everyone, a bit of content that would only attract someone interesting, interested in equity release. So, and then you create your next audience on people that have interacted with that. So they've like, mm-hmm. you know, clicked it or clicked the see more or interacted with the page uh, and then taking them on that next step and then drilling down so you're, you're you're creating your own audiences um, and, and not really relying on Facebook at all. But so he's been working a lot on on, on that side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. So again, still be so it just kind of makes that um, generating the lead a bit longer. So we all sort of um, you know, and you think it's such a oh, there's so much consideration that goes into it anyway. It's quite a long thing. So it's like get, just getting off the bat day one with a mortgage you know someone search for a mortgage broker get an ad running get some leads in mm-hmm. you know, next you know that day that you were you were running it um it's definitely more of a sort of a funnel type consideration uh, approach on it um any anything else you think we need to sort of cover off anyone sort of listening to this because they're thinking of or they're running some stuff at the moment um to be aware of that we've not talked about we've obviously talked about the size of the market the searches um the seo opportunity or not i mm. would still if i was going to go for it having i still think maps could i think i still think you can pick up some stuff from google um locally if you optimize for it mm-hmm. it's just no one really is um the facebook stuff i think you could do it's a bit of a hybrid approach it depends on your budget really doesn't it, it depends what you how many needs you want, how much money you want to spend, the strategy can't really be the same for everyone, can it? No, that's right. And it's, um, it, it is a difficult one, I think. I think along with life insurance, it's, it's the most difficult, um, mm. perhaps, um, because of when you well, think at least about the cost of traffic, advice, competition. Though. I think with yeah, true. life insurance, yeah. it's probably harder because they just want a quote. They just want a quote. That, that is true. That's, yeah, that is, a, that is a good point. That is a good point. Um, I, but I think the maybe the challenge with equity release a little bit is that the the limitation on the search terms, people only really search for equity release. Life insurance, we know people search for life insurance for different things, maybe based on their profession uh, and a few other things. So there's a little bit of a little bit of flexibility there. But but yeah, no, you, you are right. At least they do want that, that advice. That is, that is important. Yeah. Um, and I think the search for equity release advice is higher than it is for life insurance advice. Um, so yeah, that, that does back that up. Um, one, the only other thing I'd sort of say is that in terms of, I think one thing we sort of are looking at in terms of trying to get more, whether it's direct equity release business, but start to think about, okay, are there any search terms around things like older borrower mortgages or later life lending? Um, 
even if it's not kind of like directly sort of related to equity release, firstly, you know, though some people are quite happy for them as sort of mortgage inquiries, but is there the potential for that to maybe turn into equity release at some point down the line? A little bit the same way we sometimes say the cheapest way to generate life insurance leads is to generate mortgage leads. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do them yeah, on mortgage yeah. and then what percentage of those go on to take life? Yeah. Um, when you think about the cost of traffic and competition and everything else like that. Um, so that's one of the other thing. Only other thing we'd sort of say to is yeah, good good search volume for people looking for older or later life lending, older borrower mortgages, uh, mortgages for over sixties, sixty fives, that that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which again, some some of those may be may be relevant for equity release. Mm. Dep- depends on the scenario and what yeah. they're trying to do. Depends what the advisor does as well. It's yeah, you want yeah. release. Yeah, but do you want to be speaking to you know someone's got a problem? They're um over the you know they're in later life. They're over fifty five. They're sixty. Uh, they need to get some uh, financial advice, um, and they've, they've got to explore all the other options anyway as part of the process. So actually, not just focusing on the ones who like want activities, the ones that don't know they want that. Uh, mm. as well. It's got to, got to be going to be part of it, absolutely. Yeah. So um, yeah, I say it's an issue. And like you say, in terms of even things like in terms of people sort of think, oh, you know, can I? Can I remortgage so I can free up some cash to give my you know son or daughter a deposit for their new house? And you sort of think, okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, one of the things you may consider is is gifting a deposit a, a reasonable thing for equity release, and it could yeah. be equity release is the the thing for it. And it's a lot more, as we say, it, it's a lot a lot cheaper to get in front of these people. Um, but you just don't necessarily know that they're going to go down that equity release route. They could mm-hmm. do, they may not at all, but they could do, or they could do in the future. So it's you know it's in terms of it's not not a, an absolute dead cert. But yeah. it's another avenue to look at that that might be a way of of getting more equity release business. Yeah. But it's probably not going to be you know stuff that's stuff that's writable tomorrow. Absolutely. The other scenarios like interest only mortgage expiring. Mm. Um, I can't believe how many people don't know. Like or the like, someone saying, "Oh, the the husband told the wife, oh yeah, remortgage saved us loads of money,' but didn't tell the wife that it was interest only rather than mm. you know, like capital interest only." And then they like get to this age and. I've got a load of capital to uh, that still I. Um, mm. So it was again just thinking about the you know this different situations, creating the content for it, and thinking about what those people search for, or what are they you know are they online? Are they you know X Y Z? Absolutely. Um, cool. All right. Then. Well done. Yeah. Because somehow we always seem to get around sort of forty two, forty three minutes on each on each subject. It's um, yeah, strange. Well trained. Yeah, um, same. Must be. Cool. All right. Well, any any questions? Anyone wants any sort of advice on the marketing of their financial services, equities, or otherwise? Advisors assemble Facebook group. Check out. You know, we've got on our new website. We've got um, all the episodes that Tom and I do go, uh, do together in the marketing tips section. And there's loads on there, like specifically about SEO, specifically about pay per click as well. So check that out. The lead engine or advise symbol on facebook and we will see you next time thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the next one sounds good thank you